You are listening to Deeply Connected. I'm your host, Ludmiła Woodruff, and I am here to help you heal relationship patterns with yourself and others so you can create conscious relationships through connection and authentic love. Now, let's focus on getting you deeply connected to yourself and those around you. Welcome to Deeply Connected with Ludmila Woodruff. And today, I would love for us to explore anxiety. I know. Every person I talk to has experienced or is feeling some kind of anxiousness, this anxious feeling. But more often than that, I hear that you are experiencing a lot of overthinking, overanalyzing, and staying in your head. And also, you are trying to solve for the anxiety and the overthinking with more thinking. And then you find yourself just spiraling down and being stuck in this loop of inability to resolve for it, whatever that is happening for you. So first of all, let's really explore anxiety and why the approach with mindset itself won't help you to feel more calmer and connected. So in one of the previous episodes, I touched on nervous system regulation and how really understanding how your nervous system works is very supportive in everyday life. I start all my clients with tracking of the nervous system states. And why do I do that? Because your state will influence the way you think. So if you are in fight flight, meaning sympathetic nervous system response, uh, that response is activated within your body, it will be very hard for you to have calming, supportive type of thoughts that can you know, give you some kind of um, solutions for what you are really facing. And a lot of high achievers that work with me, um, you know, are very, very good at solving problems. They are great at decision-making and planning, executing, and everything that is connected to becoming a high achiever and, and really going after your goals. Now, I don't say that mindset work doesn't matter. It does matter but for the mindset work to really help you calm down and feel more connected, your body needs to calm down and feel connected first. And I know I had my clients say at the coaching session, but Miwa, this seems like a waste of money. <laughs> this isn't productive. This seems so slow. When I say let's get out of our heads and let's get into our chest, our throat, our stomach area, our gut, our solar plexus. It is so foreign to so many of us because we've been taught and we've been raised in a society that disconnects us from our body. And we are really praised for the ability to think and strategize and execute. And so many of us operate in this fight flight uh, responses. So why do we even feel anxiety? If you have grown up in a household where, let's say, you had uh, parents that were alcoholics or one parent that was an alcoholic or a parent who was emotionally dysregulated and chaotic. I love my mom dearly. She was very loving with me. And till this day, and she will be 87 um, this year, she's a very chaotic person. She's chaotic because she grew up um, in a war. 
as a child. So nobody taught her how to manage her responses. So if we had a parent that has been chaotic or emotionally reactive, or just didn't have ability to really understand and have awareness of how their own sympathetic activation impacted us, um, we had learned as children to feel anxious, to feel hypervigilant, and just be on the lookout for how to keep ourselves safe. Because when we really look at the physiology of, uh, of us as humans, we need to feel safe in a body, safe and connected to be able to, to think straight, okay? So, and also feel calm. So if as a child you, had an ex you have an experience, a household where both parents uh, were there and were, were supporting you in ways that you needed, for example, if you had a tantrum, um, your parents didn't punish you, didn't spank you, didn't send you to your room so you can figure it out on your own, um, if you did have parents who sat with you and, and held space for you, you will be more prone to stay calm and connected in the moments of high stress. But most of us, even though we had uh, loving parents, or maybe sometimes our parents weren't too loving with us, we will experience a lot of anxiousness and these feelings of unsettled, unsettling feeling sensations in your stomach, in your belly area, or tightness and pressure and heaviness in your chest, um, or constantly just being in your brain and thinking and thinking and analyzing and, and looping. And so many of us really need to understand what can we do and what can you do to support yourself when you feel anxious and overwhelmed. One thing we're really missing in, in when we look at different types of therapies, I think now it's becoming more common, but for many, many decades and years, we would only treat the mind. So you would go to talk therapy, nothing against talk therapies, it works for a lot of people. And if you do experience a lot of anxiety, it might not be enough for you. So we would talk about feelings and how we feel and repeat and rise the same and the same situations but the feelings of anxiety would be still there. Well, the missing component is the body, of course, like I mentioned before, and working with our nervous system. So when I start with my clients and I ask them, can you please start tracking your nervous system responses? A few times a day, you can put an alarm clock on your, on, your, on your phone and just notice when the alarm goes off, just closing your eyes and noticing, am I feeling calm and connected? Am I feeling a little bit anxious? Do I feel angry or frustrated? Do I feel numb or disconnected? What am I really experiencing in this moment? And if you do it for a few days in a row, for a week or two, you will get an idea what type of situations, what type of interactions, what type of moments activate your sympathetic response um, of fight flight. And that's when you can feel sensations of anxiousness. So when you start tracking your nervous system, you start understanding that you have influence on how your body will respond to different situations and relationships and interactions, but it will be hard to fix it. Let's say people say, please help me fix anxiety or heal it. It will be really hard to, to work with um, decreasing the level of anxiety if you don't work with your inner child, or as we call it in um, IFS, internal family system, with different parts of our psyche. And what does that really mean? It means that, for example, if you look back at your life, I will take myself for, for, for an example, I used to have a very hard time falling asleep. 
And I thought, this is just me. My brain just works like that. It's always on and it's very hard for me to relax. And then as an adult, I understood that there was so much unprocessed grief, unprocessed loss. And I will talk about grief in another episode, just focus on that um, emotion, sensation and experience. But I lost my dad, I lost my sister um, at a very young age. Um, my mom, as I say, she was very chaotic, loving but chaotic. And now I can understand that there was some lack, even though there was love, there was some lack of nervous system um, regulation, co-regulation between me and her and processing emotions in a way um, that can help me sleep well. So if I have clients and there are a lot of people that suffer from insomnia or wake up at night, um, doing breath techniques can help for a little bit, but until you really go to the root cause of the anxiety, you will be still waking up every night. So let me take uh, an example. If you grew up in a house where your dad was uh, prone to have explosive emotions and he would get really angry. So he would not hit you, he would not touch you physically, but he would just go into rage, maybe frothing, speak very loudly. Um, your whole body immediately, your nervous system, the neuroception picked up danger. There is a danger and I am not safe. So your body, of course, that it's amazing job and it says, okay, we need to really protect ourselves and it puts you in the sympathetic fight and flight uh, state. Right now we are activated and with years you learn to be constantly in the state of activation because you don't know when your dad might act out or not act out. You have no idea. It is unpredictable. So some of us might adapt by just shutting down, completely shutting down. And some of us might adapt as children to be more in fight flight. And now you're an adult and you're trying to fall asleep and you are doing all the breath techniques just to, you know, inhale for once and then exhale for two, um, and breath is amazing. But if you don't go to the root cause of this anxiety and insomnia, the breath, it's like putting a bandaid on the broken elbow, right? The breath that will transform is more of a somatic breath that will take more than two minutes, and it will really change the physiology of your body, that type of a breath is very healing and um, I do this type of breath with my clients in the sessions as well. But a simple breath of slow inhales, slow exhales, it is just a strategy to help you in the moment, but it will not solve for the root cause of anxiety. So this client of mine, um, you know, growing up in a household where the dad was unpredictable, now she's very successful and she's telling me, I am unable to sleep. I wake up at night, I'm having panic attacks in my chest. So that's what I hear a lot. The panic attacks happen for a lot of people in the chest. It feels like tightness. It feels like restriction and heaviness. And uh, like you almost cannot breathe. And so instead of just working on the sleeping and giving her strategies, we really need to go back. And we did, we had to go back to her childhood and noticing how did it feel to be around uh, this chaos and this unpredictability and how to heal relationship with her father within her body and how to heal um, and regulate the nervous system so she can be more in the parasympathetic response. And that means rest and digest and also connection and safety. And when we started really processing 
And you don't have to go back to every moment in the past, but we need to really notice what is the root cause. So when we noticed every time I want to express myself or we are having a good day and then there is this emotional explosion, nothing feels safe. It doesn't feel safe to be relaxed. It doesn't feel safe to just not to worry. Um, and we started healing those specific interactions and moments and relationship and understanding of her father and herself. She is not experiencing any more insomnia. She's sleeping for the night. And even if she wakes up, and that happens not very often, she's not coming out of bed like she used to. And she's not experiencing panic, at panic attacks because we really took the time to address the younger parts of her and the memory in her nervous system that is still responding right now in her life and in her body as an adult. So physiology and psychology, it is very important to create the connection from um, bottom up and then from the top down experiences. And what do I mean by that? I mean, if you are in anxious response and you are feeling yourself really fidgety or unsettled, you need to first go into your body before you go up into your brain. If you feel like I'm connected and safe and I'm in a good mood, you have access to the prefrontal cortex and you have access to really making decisions that make sense because you are in a connected and safe um, state of being. Um, so this is very, very important because a lot of high achievers ignore, and I know that because I used to ignore my body as well. I used to ignore any sensations in my body because I was taught feeling is not safe. And really shifting and navigating and, and learning, creating um, a relationship, because we are talking about relationships on this podcast, relationship to your body is uh, one of the main uh, pillars of my coaching, because without that, we can do mindset work all day long. But if you feel disconnected, if you feel like there's constant danger and the neuroception in your body um, is not able to, to change that state or, or change how you perceive the situation, right? Um, you will be unable really to create what you want. So sleeping, sleeping um, and insomnia is one sign of anxiety that is connected to childhood trauma. And as I say, childhood trauma doesn't have to be meaning traumatic in that you have sexual abuse or physical abuse, that is trauma as well. It can be this chaos in a household, emotionally reactive parents or parents who are um, completely disconnected from you. So you stay with your own emotions and um, thoughts to yourself. And there is nobody to support you or co-regulate with you. Now, what else do we really need to know about anxiety? We need to know that co-regulation is a very important aspect of, of, of healing anxiety. So all this work going inwards and finding the younger parts of yourself or the parts that are feeling anxious and really learning how to name and describe the anxiety sensations, meaning, for example, um, I can feel you in my stomach and I can feel your anxiousness. I can feel your heaviness, the unsettled, uh, the feeling of, uh, of being unsettled. I can, um, I can hear, and there are always, not always, but for a lot of people, we can hear some thoughts and stories that come out from that, that part, um, that is very anxious. Like I'm so scared of success. I hear it a lot around money. If you grew up with money or you grew up in poverty or just enough, um, and now you are creating wealth because guess what? If you are a high achiever operating in fight flight, you will push through 
push through and constantly operate in fight flight because you need to, you need to create wealth, you need to create money because you need to support yourself in this materialistic world that is great, but also we need money to support ourselves. And you will be really hustling and driving and dismissing how it feels in your body until literally the body will collapse, right? So when when I see what happens around money anxiousness, is this, I don't know if I can receive this. I don't know if I'm open to this level of success. Um, and as I say, it is very personal. It is very personal because you might have overcome it and you say, I don't have any issues with up-leveling. But a lot of people really struggle with with the money piece and receiving more and being worthy of it. But also there are so many thoughts around, um, am I capable of the next level? Am I capable of this responsibility? Can I really meet this person that I am today? Um, even imagine myself um, on this next level of wealth and impact and, and money and income. So when, when we go into this anxious parts and sensations in our body, like the stomach, for example, we start speaking into it and we say, we can, I really advise you to try it at home. Give it a color. A lot of people can feel black or red, depending on you, which color you will feel. So I'll advise, close your eyes and really do a body scan and check where's my anxiety. Oh, it's in my belly. Uh, which color would I give it? Let's say red. Is it stagnant or is it moving? Mm, it's stagnant or it's really constricted. Um, is it hot or, uh, hot or warm? And so you are starting to relate to that sensation in your body by creating a relationship and understanding with it. And then you can start asking questions to that part of yourself. It's, it's literally reparenting in inner connection, right? Because when we want to co uh, create thriving relationships, we always think connecting to other people or to ourselves through our thinking. But there is also our body and sensation, sensations that are part of us. And this inner connecting with uh, curious compassion, as Dr. Gabor Mate calls it, curious compassion really helps you to notice, recognize, feel, and sense and work with your body and those younger parts of you that are petrified or scared or, um, you know, just feeling unsupported. So um, if you go in and you start, you know, saying this is red, it feels heavy, it feels constricted or it feels unsettled and we can start breathing now. Now we can start using some breath, but still talking to those parts. What do you need? How can I support you? Very often what happens in my sessions um, is that my clients can literally tap to a specific age, not everybody. Sometimes we can't do that, but we find other ways. And specific situation in when they were nine or seven or six or 10 or 15, we have different parts of our psyche. And when they start having the conversation with those younger parts of themselves, they truly receive what they need. And I want you to know that you have the the the, if you have the awareness and you have the skills and you can create container of safety for yourself, this is the best skill you can learn how to do that, to really tap into your, um, to the parts, you know, we can use different, different uh, terms, the inner child or the internal parts from family system, from internal family system, um, and really start having relationships, right? So when I was doing session, even um, this week, I had a client, really connect with her nine-year-old self. And the nine-year-old self really needed somebody to listen to her. 
somebody to not send her to her room when she had some strong emotions, somebody to really ask her, hey, how are you doing? And so she had this whole conversation uh, with the nine-year-old self and she said, what do you need? How can I support you? And her nine-year-old self was really lonely. She said, I don't have friends and if I have friends, they don't play with me. My, uh, my parents don't respond. They send me to my room. They tell me to just ignore it. It's not a big deal. And so I always felt very lonely, on my own, unsupported, and I felt I was a burden. And now I lead you through this, through this process where you can really attend to this, to this nine-year-old self. And by the end of the session, the client was so connected that the anxiety that she was experiencing in her stomach and her chest dissipated. Okay, so without the body approach, you won't be really able to, um, to start healing yourself. You will be literally putting band-aids um, on broken arms and broken legs. So we need to go to the source of what is causing the way you feel. What happens a lot in relationships, what I see is when um, you want to, let's say you are dating and you say, I really want to be in this connected relationship with a man who has a strong masculine energy. What it means is um, healthy masculine will look like he also can tap into his emotions, but he um, he has a vision, he's strategic, he is he can be still, he can hold space. Um, you feel safe when you are with him. He knows how to manage his emotions. So that's the feminine energy that he can really tap into and has a healthy relationship with. So I have a lot of high achieving clients who say, Miwa, I would love to attract this type of man. So when we, when we heal in my process and, and we work with the emotions in our body, and in our mindset, finally, those type of men start showing up. And what happens is we don't know what to do with them at that point. Because what it requires of us is now I have the safe, regulated energy around me and I am used to chaos, right? So when we are in the process of, of healing and growing and elevating ourselves, uh, you know, with my process, there are so many people that can that can help you, but I am here to help you as well. Uh, we get always, I can see the client doing the work, feeling so much better, having less anxiety, being more connected to herself or himself. And then we get to this point where we start dating someone if you are single and this person is really safe and can communicate and can call you out because as high achievers, we're really, you know, um, and I can speak about this because it was me. Don't, don't give me advice. I know better. Um, I will do what I want to do. Nobody will control me. And we hold on to this control and because it's a safety blanket that we really have a hard time trusting. So now you attracted this high quality man or a woman, if you, right? And, um, and guess what? you start feeling again some anxiousness and some thoughts of, I don't know if this is going to work and you most likely will, st will start sabotaging yourself. So I just want you to understand that this is normal. Just in the last week, I had a call with three of my clients and all of them were exactly in this spot. They attracted men that were consistent, that were communicative, that would ask them, when, when do you have time for dating and I will take care of it. Um, just tell me what you want and I will give it to you. And my women were, were so amazed by how strong those men were coming towards them. And of course they were excited, but then they started slip back in a little bit into, oh, can I trust you or not? And that requires a different, another level of, of trust and openness and vulnerability. So 
Again, we go back and we really check in with the body. Where is this showing up for you where you want to slip back or when you feel anxious? Where is this um, Where is this anxiety coming from? And I had a client, she said, I feel something in my throat, like literally so much in my throat is happening. And when we're in a session, I asked additional questions and what showed up was there were some things she was not expressing, right? So using our voice, our throat chakra, opening up and being transparent and vulnerable is very hard for many of us as we are going through this healing process. So how can I trust the masculine energy if my father was the masculine, but he was really um, dysregulated? So how can I trust that this will be consistent? How can I trust that I won't be hurt? And, you know, you can't really trust, you have to trust yourself that whatever happens, you will be able to support yourself and you have the ability to reconnect to yourself, but also co-regulate with other people. And this is where I'm going next. We need to have a community and we need to have friends. We need to have, um, you know, like my clients have me and I, I am the safe container for them when there is no judgment, there is no I know it better. I really hold space of, of safety and love. But also, as they tell me, Ludmila, we are, <laughs> we are, we are hardcore people. My, my high achievers, they are strong headed. So they say, thank you for saying what I needed to hear with love, but it's like a slap sometimes, but I do it lovingly because they can't hear it sometimes, right? And then when they receive it, they say, wow, that's literally what I needed to hear. So thank you for, for being able to hold space for the strong energy that I bring to sessions sometimes. And so when we understand that, that having the strong energy, that being powerful, that being resilient as a woman and being a strong decision maker is not going against us being more um, open and vulnerable and softer in many ways. If we can understand that, and I will talk about this uh, in my episode on feminine and masculine energy, um, you will be able really to, to hold yourself when things get hard and when things are going well and you trust and there are no disagreements, you just flow and receiving. Um, but if you want to practice receiving, you really need community of some friends or some people that you know that can support you because we are not an island and physiologically we are made to connect with other people and um, you know, healing in sessions of one-on-one -on -one is very, very powerful, specifically if you, you know, have trust uh, challenges and you are uncomfortable with your emotions. But I will also tell you that group sessions are powerful as well, because a lot of high-achieving women need to learn how to trust other women, because we have a very, um, how to say it nicely, we have um, the relationship to the feminine of our mothers can be also uh, painful or mudded. And there is some mistrust towards the feminine as well. So when you're in a community of women, you are asked to rise up and open your heart to those uh, around you in their own, that they also are trying to, to really reconnect to their feminine energy because feminine energy and masculine energy is both men and women. It's not, uh, you know, gender specific. And what I see with a lot of high achieving women is that um, we know how to get things done. This is not a problem for us. What is challenging is really opening up emotionally, being able to receive, um, even be able to hear some feedback without protecting ourselves. And so um, 
understanding that in this process of working with anxiety and understanding anxiety, you need to get out from your head and get into your body first. Learning how to feel and sense what are the sensations that I'm feeling in my chest? What are the sensations I'm feeling in my throat? I always advise you to close your eyes. And I know it will be hard for you, first of all, because as a high achiever, you're always go, 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 go. You are thinking of the next idea, thousands of thoughts, and closing eyes um, may be uncomfortable. So try maybe with open eyes first and then try to close them for just a minute, just small increments, small increments. We don't want to overwhelm your nervous system. And when you close your eyes, just take a deep breath and notice what are the sensations in my throat? With the next breath, what are the sensations in my chest? And then drop into your uh, solar plexus. What am I sensing there? And then we go into your stomach. And then I go all the way from the hips and lower back, up the spine and to the, to the shoulders, shoulder blades, and uh, back to your head and neck. And we really do a body scan that helps you to tune into yourself tune into yourself and get out of your head and if you feel yourself going up to your head again it's like okay there i'm back with all the thinking know that that's okay that this is not a problem and that um you just need to be open to exploring your body okay so for example um using grounding techniques just to get used to how things feel Right, so putting your feet on the floor and moving your toes. And how does that floor feel? Is it cold? Is it warm? That's of course external, but still working with your body in some way, um, in, in this way. Breathwork, as I mentioned before, breathwork is powerful if it's uh, somatic breathwork that will truly change your physiology. Uh, when I do breathwork with my clients, they get hot and warm and, you know, we start, um, screaming and yelling and crying and then we smile and giggle and it's such a ride because we get out of our heads um, and you are really able to tap into yourself there is no more control it's really surrendering uh surrendering surrendering into your experience and you get so much of a download and so much of um like deeper understanding when that happens when you are with the breath that um that the mind is not playing a role so much anymore because you are literally just letting go. And um, so th those are the most important aspects to, to remember when we, when we talk about anxiety. Anxiety cannot be fixed or healed or understood with just your mindset. Uh, you need to connect to your body. Um, you need to work with the root cause of why you are feeling this way. And I will tell you, I have a lot of clients who really overcome their, your, this is what I need you to know. Anxiety doesn't have to be your normal. Anxiety doesn't have to be your normal. You don't have to wake up every day with anxiety. You don't have to go to bed every day with anxiety. There are solutions, there is support. And I want you to know that you are not the only one struggling with this because myself included and a lot of my clients experience anxiety and overwhelm. And, you know, it is not hard to feel this way when we live in this fast paced world and society that is always more to do and more to think about and um, a lot of um, stimuli to, to work with. So just knowing that, I think it gives you peace of mind that there is nothing wrong with you, that if you've experienced any attachment trauma in your childhood, that there is solution for it to reconnect to your soul and your heart, to reconnect 
to the safety within, um, to reconnect to the trust and, and really going more inwards and um, working on bringing all the parts of yourself back home, back to your heart, back to wholeness and calmness and peacefulness. Because when you feel peaceful, connected and joyful, it is so easy to feel connected and so easy to feel the love and so easy to feel um, gratitude and, and thankfulness. Um, but when you are in fight flight, it is very hard to connect to, uh, to, to love. It's very hard to connect to safety. It's literally impossible. And one thing we need to understand that the body doesn't operate in words. The brain wants to make all the meaning. The brain needs the, so the, the completion, right? The brain needs to understand why did it happen and why is it happening? Um, how can I prevent it from happening? So the brain will constantly want to make meaning and, and create understanding and use words. And um, body doesn't use words, it uses sensations. So um, coming from the body first to your brain, if you are in this regulated state, the messaging from the body that the brain will receive will be very very um, urgent, like feel like scarcity, feel like um, pretty much panic attacks and anxiety in that you are drowning. So just understanding that um, brain and body need to work together. There has to be a flow and there are a lot of ways of supporting yourself. So um, if, you, if you are struggling with anxiety, just know that there is a solution. Um, I, and I truly, truly hope that you will give yourself a chance to to really sit with yourself. If you feel this is too dangerous or doesn't feel safe, um, you can also start shaking your body, dancing, jumping, smelling flowers, like using all your senses. So I want you to understand you can use all your senses to reconnect connect to uh, parasympathetic safety and connection, digestion and rest, right? So when I talk about relaxation, that's when I'm in this connected state and I can be around people and with others, I'm not isolating when I'm triggered I will be isolating or I will be reactive with you and you won't like to be around me in that space, right? So um, as I said, you can use your body in different ways. Besides going inwards, you can start uh, dancing. You can start, um, if you are angry, punching pillows. You can stamp your feet. Um, you can shake. Shaking is really great for, for regulation. Um, right? You can go on a walk. Of course, you have exercise. You can also use... Um, something that you enjoy eating, something that you can taste. What can you taste that really brings you to happy moments? You know, taste and smell can, and music uh, can bring us to specific memories, can bring us to specific connections. So if you have food, and I don't say eat emotionally, correct? But if you have some food that really makes you uh, come home and it doesn't um, create you know, an excessive weight gain because you are now just uh, cupping out and coping. Just you can try a small piece of something that feels like, oh, that felt like home and that, not the home that you grew up in maybe, but that feels like the safe space that I can connect to. Like when I was with my friend out and we had this nice dinner and I felt cared for and connected and we had this this kind of food and it felt like, wow, I am cared for in this space. Um, also with, with drinking, like make yourself some, Tea, mint tea, chamomile tea is very calming. Everything that um, can be warm or cold, so temperature-wise, um, can can really regulate your body. So finding different ways of um, engaging with the nervous system and yourself from within and your body um, before you go to your mindset. So um, 
I'm really happy to share more. Um, and let me know in the comments or find me on social media if any of those tips that I gave today, if you try them out and if you find yourself really having a hard time connecting to your body. If that's the case, reach out and um, I can support you on just notice and find somebody else if that's what you feel safe with. But know that there is solution, know that there is nothing wrong with you and that there is another way of being than constant state of anxiousness. And remember, may we all be deeply connected to ourselves and those around us. Thank you so much for loving yourself enough to spend the time deep diving into what you need to feel, heal and connect again. My hope is that you are able to connect with yourself and others differently today. Please share this with other women in your life. It is time we share the wealth when it comes to connecting deeply with ourselves and those around us. Make sure to write a review on all your favorite listening platforms and join us on YouTube as well. You can always learn more about working with me at ludmiwawoodruff.com and I will see you next week. Thank you.